Hello everybody and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeremy and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome back to Grand Terra Shadowfront. I am Sen, your Game Master for the evening. I am joined, of course, this week by Mara. Hi, I'm Mara. I'm playing Titania Valkorian, a Ladrin druid of the Grim Harvest. And Jack. Hey everybody, I'm Jack. I'm playing Gent Minar, the half-elf spellslinger triggermancer. And Craig. Hi, I'm playing Grumman Bellmender, the Dwarven Wave the Drunken Master Monk. And Cody. I'm Cody. I'm playing Itram Valar, Hobgoblin War Wizard. And Holly. I am Holly. I'm playing Vespia, uh, Tiefling Chandler. And William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Valdez Stonebeard, the Dwarven Samurai. We are unfortunately, once again, not joined this week by Nikki, who plays Scuzz. Uh, Ilana, who plays Annabella, and uh, Jeremy, who told us he was going to go to the store for cigarettes and then never came back. Uh, uh, as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, uh, and uh, trans people exist, regardless of your inability to fathom that, or uh, vitriol therein. So, when last we left off, the Steelhearts uh, had gotten on a ship. Where we pick Lots up the shipping. Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, there were their plans had been made to be married at sea uh, between the three uh, engaged people, uh, Titania, Ghent, and Valdeth, uh, with the uh, idea that uh, Grumman's youngest daughter, Lavinda, could perform the ceremony, being a, a captain. Uh, of Swiggle, or, or from Swiggle, at least, uh, as they set out to explore the Shattered Lands on the lookout for an ancient buried temple that may or may not hold the secret to Apotheosis. As well as other thing. The Fiend Hunter's <laughs> Grave. There we go, I can never remember it. And also a, uh, a, priest of, a priest of Dagoth yes. who may or may not have information about the first uh, death, the first mortal death. All those mm-hmm. things. We're gonna, we're gonna let the world burn. We're just gonna do our own thing from now on. Right. <laughs> so, you've set sail. You felt, uh, uh, you felt the thrum of something mechanical kick up un- in the bowels of the ship, um, as small uh, clockwork crabs and also uh, sort of clockwork gnomish figures uh, maneuver about the deck, uh, setting to all the things that a normal flesh and blood crew would do, but with a, a greater efficiency and the need only for Saga, the uh, war-forged uh, crewmate of the uh, continual reconstruction uh, overseeing them. Uh, as the 
the simian Pala uh, climbs to the crow's nest to keep an eye out, uh, and the flat, the uh, the uh, triple-masted uh, uh, sails unfurl uh, as the galleon sets off into the water. With not a lot of wind right now, but still picking up a pretty good pace as whatever rumbling happens beneath the ship uh, kicks into overdrive. Gen's going to grab uh, Titania and Valdeth just off to one side real quick. Hmm. So, obviously we're doing this, but uh, do either of you have ceremonial preferences in mind? Do we want... I feel like we don't really have a program, as it were. I mean, if we're doing this sort of thing entirely just to get it done and have it be a thing aside from any real ceremony, I don't think there's too much to stand on right now. I mean, that's fair. I just wasn't sure if there was anything either of you particularly wanted for this iteration of the event. I think we'll save we'll save all the fancy plans and meticulous organization for the for the for the fancy one. Valor, I suppose. Excellent. All right, just wanted to check. Give me a um, religion check, Gint. Okay. That's a twenty-four. You also figure you're being you're you're gonna get you're you're theoretically getting married on a ship by a captain with a priest of Valkyr. It's probably gonna be a Valkyrian style, like a Oh sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I don't think any of us really object to. Like we don't I don't think any of us worship Valkyr, but no. I think all no. of us are cool with Sorry. Valkyr. I should say a Valkyrie style weapon, because uh, the right. the pluralization of or the the the, the denominational the of denomination Valkyrie is, Valkyrie. Of Valk is Valkyrie, yeah. Yeah, Demonym, that's the word. Sorry, what was that, Mara? Words. No, that's oh. fine. I think it'll work. Perfect. Uh, well, I suppose... want to get we away ask... in the... Yeah. I figure we might want to wait until I don't know. There are usually a lot of ropes when, like, you go in and out of the land. Gent being proficient in water vehicles. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> would like to look around and be like, is this a good time to interrupt, or should we? Are they, like, actively in process right now on things? Give me your perception check. Okay. Visual? Yes. There's a storm. People are running, and screaming. <laughs> 16. Like, pardon me. So there doesn't seem to be a lot of activity on deck aside from the um, the clockwork crew. Okay. Um, thinking about it, but you do you do know that you are still very close to land and mm -hmm. thus in the middle of a sea travel corridor, basically. And yeah. you really Ooh. don't want to have the crew distracted at a point where at any moment a ship could run ship into you. Ship might just... Yep, yeah. swan in from yeah. port or starboard wanna, at this point. For, for anything like that, you want to wait until they're at a point where the where like the wheel's been lashed and you're like, set, yep. you have a course set and things like that. Okay. Although, strictly speaking, uh, uh, to what Craig had mentioned, I don't think there's any more Valkari wedding than a wedding in a storm. <laughs> I submit wedding in a storm while you are actively fighting pirates at the same time. 
I I see I see my point. <laughs> wedding in a storm while you're actively fighting pirates while also caught in a whirlpool. It's so romantic. What we're saying is Pirates, Pirates 3. three. Pirate, yeah. <laughs> Basically that. There you go. Done. <laughs> Do you think we could get Jeffrey Rush on this channel in short notice? <laughs> Great. Jeffrey Rush, if you're watching, huge fan, and you should join us. <laughs> 100% agree. Uh, maybe not your most popular role, but Casanova and Frankenstein. <laughs> Probably just chilling right now. Yeah. Um, if there's not much to do. There is a floating purple cat that's hovering like near yeah. his shoulder constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vespia will like scratch it behind the ears. Enjoys scratches and is watching Ithrim with the same intensity that a normal cat would look at a mouse. <laughs> Okay. That's normal. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, he's... Uh, Ithram's just on the deck, um, basically just going through uh, his spell book and a couple other spell books that he's picked up. Because uh, I have enough space in the Wand of Triplicate for one more first-level spell. So just deciding which one will go in there eventually. Mm -hmm. So, at what point? Uh, actually, is there anything else that uh, Titania gets Valdet that the three of you are doing? I need to make a bunch of flowers for Scus. <laughs> just a sort of armful of uh, not easily crushable or won't wilt under butter. How, how is it possible that you are not giving Scuzz buttercups? Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Okay, thank you. Would not Will have not there. wilt under butter. That's... Will not wilt Jack, under Jack, butter. Jack in the pulpit would work pretty well. Yeah. Those guys are pretty sturdy. Okay. Yeah. Lots of buttercups. Feels good. Um, and I'm also uh, compulsively checking the weather. With Druidcraft, I can get a sphere that tells me what the weather forecast looks like for the okay. day. Or like an hour or something. <laughs> Don't worry, hey, I have Crystal, control, I have control weather? weather. I also have Maelstrom, I realize, so we could do it. <laughs> uh, you find that uh, the weather seems mostly to be uh, fine uh, as the day Perfect. goes on. Excellent. Uh, it doesn't seem to be anything specifically threatening your day at the moment. Cool. It was our wedding day. Uh, how? What is the deck tilt like on the continual reconstruction? How do you mean? Like when when a ship is sailing, it tends to lean to one side or we'll the other. Angle. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and usually the faster you are going, yeah. the steeper it shifts, depending on the wind. Oddly. It's at the moment. Mm -hmm. It's perfectly flat. Weird. Okay. You want to go check on what the sound is, don't yes. you? Yes. Yes, I do. Actually, yes, very much I do. Um, and if we've got a couple hours before we're out of the main shipping lanes, 
He kind of looks around and then just heads for a cabin to change out of his formals and into his digging around in the guts of a ship gear. Let me put you all on the uh, on the decks of the continual reconstruction here for a second. Yeah, you have a map. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I mean, the map is... Yeah, I was going to say, right now it's a black square, but I'm yeah. sure there's more to it. There's a small child throwing things downstairs. It's fun. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, he was being too quiet. At least I know he's alive. That's Okay. I thought Shani was saying about her house. I was like, that's one of those things that is totally normal with your friends with kids. Really concerning when your friends don't have kids. <laughs> Where did this child come from and why are they in your house? Oh, I just heard a small child laughing. Hold up. <laughs> Sorry, what? Is the, is the four um, yeah. is the forecastle raised? Is, is this the front part of the ship higher? Are we like down... Uh, hang on, let me. Let I, I think I see steps going you, up. Yeah. Okay. Before you answer a question, before you ask questions. Also, Craig, I am in Holly's house. Oh, fair. Okay. Slightly less haunted then. Yes. Yeah. He he didn't just kidnap children. No, I just assumed, as I always do, that it was ghost children. Right. You always do. Pretty sure the one I'm hearing is my real. Flesh and blood child. But you're saying uh, you're you not should certain. all be able to see now. <laughs> you could be playing with a ghost child. Unless I've somehow fucked the uh, vision again. Oh, I can see it. I can see pretty well. Yep. I can see. You may want to drag everyone's cameras over there so they know where they're looking because it's on the far right of the screen. You did. Yep. Uh, for some reason, I can't see. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, Gen will go investigating and see if he can figure out what's making the mechanic noises. I am going to put people where they need to be because uh, Craig is actually down here again. Uh, who's on deck right now? I know get you're heading downstairs, but mm -hmm. who's actually on deck? Tanya. Tanya? Where are you guys at on deck right now? And there are three. There are three masts. The map only shows two, but this was the best map that I could get that had the relative. I'm assuming the there's a, there's a center mast as well, basically. Yeah, yeah. That would be where. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm gonna go to the front. Titanic. <laughs> of course you are. So yes! that, yeah, this area down here is there's actually there is a um. There is an internal, there's like a, there's a forecastle area, basically underneath that, where the mortars are there, um, that you can go through to get to that little balcony there, or you can stay up top on the, uh, Do you have a horrible Grim Reaper hold you up off the bow? <laughs> I'm flying, Inspector of Death, I'm flying! It's incorporeal, I don't think it li can lift me. Oh, uh, let me have my fun. There's only one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> in the rest areas. Listen, once I finish with the flowers, I'm definitely going up there. 
<laughs> so Gint, you head downstairs. Yep. So that, that so Tanya, where you're at right now is actually low. Oh, that's it's lower. That's, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I see. Okay, then I'll stay up there. Want to be hot? I want to see the scene. Um, and and as to as, as to answer your question, yes, the the front of the deck is slightly elevated from the back. Okay. Um. So again, you. First, head into the forecastle, where yep. you find uh, Gigi. Sort of just, and this seems to be like a sort of like a. This seems to be the um, uh, the ammunition storage room. Ah, yep, powder uh, mag. And she, and yeah, and you see, uh, Gigi is actually like sort of going through inventory and two hands, <coughs> two hands sorting through ammunition, the other two hands holding a clipboard and pen, or yep. clipboard and quill, and just sort of like using so like. Lower lower arms are, are taking notes. Upper arms are shifting through inventory, um, which heads you down into the uh, main dining area, which is also where your uh, where your rest quarters are uh, later in the evening. Um, yep. This is where you find Drummond uh, bothering Deanne, and you can sort of see what I meant by yep. uh, there's only enough room in there for Deanne. <laughs> Yep, she's basically on a lazy Susan herself, just doing food shit, right? Yep. I, cool. I definitely crammed myself in there, regardless, though. Yeah, Felix is... Never mind, it's fine. Felix is up here. Um, Celine is sort of in the middle, counting up things. You head downstairs, finally, to the lower decks, where there is, sort of like, the personal armory. Uh, mm-hmm. cargo area, Halamarnia's, Halamarnia's uh, quarters, um, the uh, the latrines, uh, and also that door that you were told you should probably leave alone. Okay. Let's look over here. Um, oh. The door you were told you should probably leave alone, which is this sort of the only metal door on the uh, ship, mm-hmm. and, and is very much like reinforced and you notice that mm-hmm. actually now that the ship's going you notice that there are two little um like electric lamps uh-huh at the corners at the, basically at the bottom of the stairs to get the stairs lit at either mm-hmm. far in at either end of the wall that the um that the uh that that wall is attached to yep and you sort of thinking about it you like these there are like there are ser- there are several lamps on the ship these are the mm-hmm. only ones that are actually like full on electric. Okay. And are they illuminated at the moment? No. Okay. The, there are windows letting in natural light right now, so. Mm-hmm. He'll kind of listen at the door. Uh, make me a perception check. Okay. This is you're gonna hear things stuff regardless. This is just a right beautiful idea. Twenty-three. Yeah. So you hear the sound of what is unmistakably the sound of some sort of uh, mechanical contrivance going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear the thrum of some sort of power source, mm-hmm. uh, and you also hear the sound of metal on metal as and and sort of a feminine grunting as uh, it sounds like probably Maria, the engineer, uh, mm-hmm. is in there working on something with a with a wrench. Hold out a hand to the door. How warm is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, fairly. Warm. It's definitely warmer than the rest of the ship. It's not mm-hmm. super hot, right? It's just uh, it's not as cold as you would expect the door to be if it were right. not, if there were no heat source. Yep. Okay. He'll knock. 
Uh, one second. You hear the sound of something straining, and then... And that sort of soft vibrating you've been feeling uh-huh. smooths out. Okay. And you it, it complete now. Now you're not feeling any vibrations whatsoever. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a few moments later, you hear the sound of uh, locks turning mm-hmm. uh, before the uh, the door opens, uh, and standing sort of inside, leaning against the door. Well, you see this uh, fairly uh, slightly slightly greasy at the moment. Uh, Long blonde hair tied back into a bun at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. pair, of gog- pair of like welder's goggles uh, on her forehead and the uh, the specific tan outline of someone who has spent a lot of time with those on in front yep. of uh, in front of various uh, uh, elements that generate heat and light. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sort of a blue and brown, fairly ragged uh, uh, or rugged um, jacket uh, vest. Sort of a almost an apron, like a leather apron. Um, mm-hmm. Very large wrench in one hand. Very large gun on hip. Uh, cool. And just uh, uh, and also like with a what looks like a a very odd articulated metal staff that has uh, mm-hmm. sort of like awkward hooks that look like they might at one point have continued on into a full like man catcher, but um, don't mm-hmm. don't at this point on both ends of, a, of the staff sort of hang slung off of her back. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, can I help you? I was just wondering if you might indulge my curiosity a bit. I've this sort of mechanism's unfamiliar, and I was very curious. It sort of gives you this this look that's like halfway between, oh god, he's a tourist, uh, and halfway between, I wasn't paid for this. So it's like, it's like, uh huh. Uh, sure, whatever. Come on. <laughs> Excellent. She, like, she's, she steps to one side. Uh, you see uh, the interior here. She closes the door behind her. Um, there is in the middle of the in the middle of the room. There is a large uh, crystalline uh, column, uh, which is what you're sort of seeing there. Um, mm-hmm. oh, if I put that on the GM layer, they can't see. I'm just trying to see what I can do to to not just have the floating word observer on the screen the entire time. <laughs> uh, so that the so that I mean actually right, I'm not on that page yet, so I'll go over there. Just so that the uh the audience can see what you're seeing too. Um So yeah, you're seeing you you see this sort of uh um large crystalline pillar sort of in the middle of the uh in the middle of the room uh that has bits and shards of it sort of spiking off it actually goes ceiling to ceiling to floor here in this what's obviously the engineering room um mm-hmm. which you realize is located just underneath where you're sleeping right. uh, but cool. uh, there are several heavy machineries and like uh embedded machines both in the side walls and in the back wall. There's uh, what seems to be some sort of generator sort of in the middle of it attached to this crystal. The crystal, which is mm-hmm. sort of it's sort of soft glowing um, bluish purple pinkish sort of crystal that has a, a mm. sort of fluctuating between those three hues. Um, uh, and you get this thrum of sort of like immutable power 
just like coming yep. off of the crystal and off of the machines in the room. Uh, she's can he can he can he judge whether it's ether or some other type of energy powering and and or what specific crystal substance this is? Give me a uh, either an Arcana check or a uh, Tinker's Tools check with intelligence. Uh, that'd be the same either way. I'm going to use inspiration on that. All right. 21. 21. Uh, so, so you're familiar with crystalline with crystalline powered technology. Crystals are uh, sort of a bund- uh, a source of coalesced ether. Um, mm-hmm. It's the sort of the it's the purest form of ether outside of being channeled into you know and in, in life and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> um, so yeah, it's definitely this is an ether powered like engineering. This is Magitech effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That seems to be focused on providing an engine to the ship. But there's also, like, you're sort of, like, looking around, putting this together. What's in front of you makes sense for an engine. Mm-hmm. The bits of machinery on the left and right don't make sense to you. Um, Give me a... What tool proficiencies do you have? Uh, Tinker's tools, and dice, and water vehicles. Yeah, you know, water vehicles roll intelligence with disadvantage. Okay, I'll just do boop. Uh, it didn't take the disadvantage. I will roll that again. That's oh, there we go. I'll take the first. One. Oh, either tw- either twenty three or fourteen. <laughs> twenty three. Um. You're not a navigator, so you're not familiar with navigators' tools all that much. Mm-hmm. But yeah. some of the information on this, like this, uh, the the panels that are sort of all on the back wall, mm-hmm. don't make sense for like they 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 look like navigators' tools to a degree. Like some of the information they're providing sounds like something you might get off of a navigators' tools, but it doesn't right. look quite right the numbers are wrong the scales don't seem to be like one of the scales doesn't seem to be moving at all even though the ships are mm-hmm. obviously moving um it's it there's like some excess machinery here that you're not certain if it's just because of a poor design or meant for something else yep he'll he'll ask about that i see the basic construction here but it looks like well some of these dials and readouts don't seem to quite fit with what one would expect for a propulsion system such as this. Uh-huh. And he'll point at the one that's literally not moving. I don't know. She, for instance, said, what's... Yeah, oh. go ahead. Go ahead. For instance, this one would expect at least some sort of fluctuation or, or alteration in the readings. What are we... Uh, may I ask what we're looking at here? Uh... She looks over at that and she goes, that one's not moving because it's an altimeter. I see. So this one flies as well. She just like, she looks over at some of the excess machinery and looks back at you and shrugs. She doesn't seem very keen on talking about the things in here. Right. Mm-hmm. Does it die? She, uh, uh, make an insight check. Okay. 
Natural 20, 28. The look on her face that she hastily changed, that she hastily switches back to a more neutral face right. tells you it didn't, but it will. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is quite a magnificent feat of design and engineering. Is it all yours? At that, she 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 gets she goes from like sort of a slightly bored look to a little bit more of a smug look on her face. Yeah, all mine. Uh, high wind wow. original. Congratulations! Very impressive. Thank you. Well, far be it for me to interfere with someone else's uh, workspace. I do appreciate uh, you letting me sate my curiosity a bit. Sure. Oh, which you yeah, gather, by the way. By, by the way, she said that, that that would mean that her her full name would be Maria Highwind. Highwind, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, had I any doubts originally that we were in good hands, those are entirely gone now. She nods, and, and this time there's this time there's definitely a smile. Right. Yep. Well, thank you, and he'll just head right out. You get two steps out, and then from mm-hmm. behind you, yeah, it flies. He'll just and turn around, give her a little bit of a two-finger salute with a grin. The door closes. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. And he'll go back up on deck. All right. So, what's everyone else been doing while Gint's been exploring the guts? Valdis, you should try this. Valdis <laughs> <laughs> sort of leaning over the railing on one side, just watching Titania, just sort of standing at the full ex- full extension, arms out. <laughs> she's, she's very clearly amused by it. Yeah, Titania, as the, as the ship picks up speed, yeah, your clothing begins to whip way more as you are... Uh, there's There wasn't a strong wind before, but the ship is continuing to go, and because there wasn't really a strong wind in the direction, you're definitely getting all of that just, like, passive, like, mm-hmm. generated wind from the fact that you're moving. I think it's got some sort of engine. Like the the one in Tehran? I mean, I like that this is slower. You can enjoy it. I mean... I sort of expect that, all things considered, because we did get a tour of the ship and saw the engine room, but we're told not to go into the engine room. Yeah. I give it five minutes before Gent's doing it anyway. Oh, yeah. Realize Gent's not here. (laughs) I told him to go. It's going to keep being curious about it otherwise. Behind you, uh, there's a pair of crabs that are currently just sort of uh, m- uh, inspecting and maintaining the mortars. Uh, while they're standing here, Valdez will sort of take a look over the gunnery and see how it looks like crafting-wise. Sure, go ahead and give me a... Um, uh, what was that? Intelligence? Well, uh, Tools Intelligence? Um, it wouldn't be Smith's tools. Um, I mean, I guess, like, I guess the question is, what is, what is it that you're looking for? Are you looking for quality of the materials or quality of the build? Quality of construction. 
the quality of the build. So then it would be it would be a Tinker's Tools check. Um, yeah. So flat intelligence in this case. I I always I big guns always feel like Smith's tools to me, but fair enough. I don't. But have... is there, there's a reason why they're Tinker's Tools. Which we'll find out in a second. Mm. I don't have Tinker's Tools, so that'd just be an intelligence check for me. Yep, yep, just flat intelligence. Uh, Int 14, not bad. So as opposed to what you would expect from a mortar, particularly a dwarven-crafted mortar, this isn't actually a very large device. Um, you notice that there is, there's a lot of what seems to be like automation in the, in the, in the construction of it. There's a lot of gear work and like additional clockwork that wouldn't be present in any other mortar that you've ever seen. Um, which is why it's more of a Tinker's Tools. Um, the barrel is much narrower, um, than a traditional pot mortar. Um, and it is, it, it seems almost more like a... It seems more akin in your mind to a into your mind to a cannon than a mortar, to a certain degree, or it's much more, much more narrow but not as long. Mm-hmm. And do the cannons that are down the side, like further down the deck, look similar, or are they more? Those like look more they, like traditional they, cannons. They, yeah, those look more like traditional cannons, but they do have that similar like automation attached to them. Hmm. You don't notice that the, the cannons along the ship that the uh, the chapters are sort of uh, dealing with at the moment um, are like have like a large box. Each of them has like a large box, sort of like attached to one side, where normally you wouldn't. You'd have a person standing. So, mm-hmm. interesting craftsmanship, combination of traditional gunnery and advanced engineering. Ithram Ithram is uh, is, uh, put uh, a charge of uh, magic missile into it so now it's got three shots of magic missile uh, ready to go and after that he is since it's a new spell and he hasn't used it before he's dialing in the range he's practicing with Shikar who is still a snake um He's using Vortex Warp and just like bamfing him from one side of the ship to the other and all around and up in the masts and stuff like that. Okay. Just practicing. Uh, how far into the mat? Like, do you like do you try to put it up like in the crow's nest or just like amongst the rigging? It, it has a range of thirty feet, so, so where, amongst the if rigging. Can, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So you. This is just this little snake. Very perplexingly going around the ship. Pop on a couple people's shoulders every once in a while. Felix has taken to watching it. Every time the snake... It's weird, because every time the... Like, rather than following the snake, Felix is following where the snake's going to be. Is like, well, look, and then you send Felix, and then you send the snake to a spot, and like Felix already looking at that spot, and then he'll turn his head, and then you'll poof it, and like they'll already be there. This is just like, yep, yep, gonna be there, gonna be there, gonna be there, and it's like sort of like just preempting, preempting every one of your teleports. 
Right. It doesn't seem to matter what you do. Like, even once you catch on to this and you start trying, you know, like, like even if you, like, tr- think that he's reading your mind, like, do, like, a think this way, throw that way kind of thing, he still no, 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 gets no, 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 it right no. every time. A little right. annoying. Yeah. Gent, you get back up to the deck. Wander up looking for uh, Valdeth and Titania. How was it? Fascinating, actually. Uh, Miss Highwind, their engineer, has done some very interesting modifications. The ship can fly, and she seems to be in the process or on the verge of letting it submerge as well. Like on purpose. Cool. Which, if that is an option, might uh, give us a bit of an edge in getting to wherever the sunken temple is. Potentially. So yes, so all in all, experimental technology typically requires an amount of testing, and maybe well, not directly mean, in the most dangerous environments. It's, I, I would presume, I haven't done much vehicle modification myself, but if you're testing something that goes underwater, water is water is water, as far as the ocean's concerned. Mm, tell that to the wave breakers. What I mean is, ten feet down, far away from shore, versus ten feet down, a hundred yards from shore, it's still just ten feet down. Large. Except in the case of catastrophic failure, you're ten feet down, a few yards from shore, which means you can get the feck out. Meh. Points at Ithram. Hmm. You get the snake. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> a snake appears on your shoulders, Kent. You're startled. You're also startled by the fact that there's a cat hovering near you, watching. Afternoon, sir. No, this is Felix. I'm going to pat him again. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Felix again with the ethereal. Amazing. Um, you notice that you, you the Felix is on the material plane, so you don't mm-hmm. see the you see the sort of like weird ghostiness aspect of it. Uh, but again, you also there are no ethereal creatures anywhere nearby. <laughs> hey, Thrym, is this thing an apex predator? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> On this plane, definitely, he's so ferocious. Look at it, look at, look at, look at him. It's adorable. I wouldn't be surprised. All right. It's just usually there's at least something in the ethereal, but not with Felix around, apparently. Oh, and he pulls out a notebook and starts writing down. (laughs) Hey. Vespi has been watching this cat. Uh, 
She was trying to get an idea on the Felix's intentions towards Ithram. Like if they're hostile or not. Give me an insight check. What are your intentions with my Greg. hobgoblin? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Greg? You muted, so. muted, so probably nothing. No, I I I I said the same thing. I, I said twenty <laughs> towards my boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> twenty. Um, Felix, uh, as far as you can tell, and it's hard to read a cat, particularly a odd, floaty psychic magic cat. Um, as far as you can tell, Felix seems intrigued or interested about Ithram. But you've no idea what 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 intentions there might be. Just like in real life, if you were to look at a cat, you've got no idea what its intentions and... are until it's at the glass. Um, but it doesn't seem hostile. Okay. Okay. Is it more of like an intrigue, like find some amuse amusing sort of thing, or intrigued? I'm going to murder him in his sleep, sort of thing. Can you tell that difference with a cat? It's Sometimes. almost the same. The difference between those two things with a yeah. cat? They're not even um, sure up until the point. Yeah, yeah. In this particular <laughs> case, it's not it <laughs> all you're really getting like you can't really get anything more detailed. Mm-hmm. Like even for a cat, this cat is enigmatic. Like this is the kind of cat that other cats look at and go, Well, what the fuck's going on there? Like, you know, the um yeah, just he seems interested in Ithram in a non, at least in at the moment, non-aggressive, non-hostile manner. I'm always convinced that cats are always trying to kill us, and they just forget how big we are. That would explain the fuzzy bear trap. They constantly they pounce, and they're like, ha, 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 "It's just playing." Oh, God, he was so big. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable yeah. predator. At the moment, seems interested in uh, predicting where the snake's going to go. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, no, it's, can't, it's... Can't, can't wait until we get like a insight breakdown on this cat, and it turns out it's got like an int score of twenty four or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, Gent, as you as you're sort of like you know dealing with the snake and having asked the question about the apex predator after everyone mm-hmm. gives their responses Felix turns and looks at you dead in the eye <laughs> all three of the eyes right and in the back of your head you hear yes I am Great. <laughs> Kent will just think back to him duly noted <laughs> Because psy cats can't speak with their mouth, but they can speak tele- uh, telepathically. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. At the moment, just choosing to only purr in Ithram's ear and Ithram's head. <laughs> All right. So, the continual reconstruction continues on its way. Um, by about... Oops, wrong one. By about... Three or four hours pass um, before Lavenda sort of straps uh, a bit of leather to the wheel and and ties it tight to the mat, uh, ties it tight to the to the uh, 
to the uh, rail just beyond it, um, locking the wheel in place, and uh, just reaching over and sort of like saying something to uh, the the navigator, um, uh, Zeremia, who is just sort of floating off to one side of the of the helm the entire time. Um, before she turns and uh, 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 tur- starts heading towards the stairs, then looks up towards the the crow's nest, and she goes, "Paula, keep an eye out," and uh, heads down uh, first onto the deck, and then turns immediately and heads into her quarters, which you know is basically just underneath where the uh, where the helm is. So it would seem that now is a time where the ship's going to be. Fairly slow and steady on a single course for the for a bit. Right? I'm gonna go ask. If Gent sees uh Titania headed that direction, he'll run down and get rechanged again. Shit, gotta get ready. Alright, Titania, you head to the to the captain's cabin. Knock knock. And Tutter. Go on in. You head into the, uh, you head into the captain's cabin where Lavinda's sort of sitting at a desk, uh, just off to one side of the door. She like you see there's a window that that actually looks out onto the onto the like the, the main area, so she'll be able to see or anything that happens. And she's sort of writing something in a journal. Yes, Titania. Is now a good time for a ceremony? Wait for a second. Good time is any if you're ready. Right, just uh, getting dressed, but shortly. Uh, four or aft? Uh, four. Alright. Uh, head on, uh, get you and your lovelies, uh, just go to the forecastle, uh, past Gigi, through the door, the far side, get you onto the, uh, the little balcony there at the bottom. Should, all three of you should be able to squeeze in there. That's where. Uh, Perfect. Do the ceremony there. Right in the Right in the sight of Valkyr. Thanks, uh, again. No worries. Do you have any uh, particular uh, ceremonial flexing that you'd like done? Um. Well, I followed Dagoth, but that's not really <laughs> something. Dagoth's, Dagoth's more of a divorce guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the whole so, till death do us part means he's also got a family law branch yeah. for you know actually <laughs> argon's so, the marriage one yeah um but argon also a bit um yeah i think we might have stuff to say to each other during it but that'd be the only thing Nothing right. particular Got okay. an idea. Got an idea out there for. Her. Okay. All right, go get your get your lovelies. I'll be along in a minute. She heads out. All right. This way. Oh yeah. no, I'm stuck now. It's all right. Just move me. <laughs> I've made mistakes. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say anything. But wow! Wow! <laughs> Uh, so, the three of you gather 
on the uh, the prow area. And she'll let everyone else know what the plan is. Like, yeah, so that they can all get on yeah. the area above and look down and throw popcorn at us and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so everyone can move up here uh, as they like. Boom, boom. Lavenda heads over here. Lavenda uh, goes down below decks and then comes back up with Halimarnia at a certain point. Um, you're just sort of, basically the two of them stand, the two of them sort of get through the, the onlookers, uh, those of you that are watching, and uh, get to the edge of the, um, get to the, 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 the forward rail uh, just above the, the, the prow balcony. Um, as uh, Halimarnia is just sort of like Leans against the rail, letting Lavinda take the lead. All right, well, I should see. Let's begin, shall we? Uh, as you all gather, Scuzz is standing off to one side. Marriage. Like a bundle of flowers, holding Thanks, it up. <laughs> Not quite sure what to do with it, but it's just flailing it around. I I, I tried to explain. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't seem like it sunk in. That's fair. Um, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> the uh, <clears throat> the trio are gathered on the prow balcony just below, um, where the rest of you are standing, so you all can see them. And there, it's fairly tight quarters, so you have to stand further close together. Oh no! How terrible! Yeah, right. Uh, and Lavenda. So, like, walks up to the rail, puts her hands on it. We're gathered here aboard the continual reconstruction in the eyes of Alkia and all the other gods with Aragon, uh, Mother of Harvests, to bind these three souls, Baldeth, Ghent, Detonia, in uh, bonds of everlasting companionship and affection. Day of celebration and reverence to come together to recognize these three the trials and tribulations that they've set behind them and the adventures that they've set afore them and the knowledge that there are no others they would rather have by their side more than the two that stand by each I'm not going to waste your time espousing what the gods think of marriage or what they think of you three that's for your own mental well-being to consider. But I will say, you're a fine-looking trio. And considering how much Mita is crying over there, <laughs> you must be something. Oh, God, you're doing a great job, Oh, I'm so proud. You must be something special. Titania, is there anything you'd like to say to your spouses? Both. Dearly. Whatever changes we go through, whatever the seasons bring. 
Gint. Have you anything to say? Before I met you both, I was very lost. Time I've spent with you at my side has given me focus, direction, purpose, and the love that grew out of that initial friendship sustains me every day. No matter what happens, no matter where my feet and my path lead me, your names will always be the first two in my mind. I love you both. And you will always, no matter what, be able to call on me for support, for care, for love, for provision, for protection, or even just to listen. For the rest of time. Valdeth, have you anything to say? <laughs> Shut up, father. I'm sorry, I feel so beautiful. Aside from everything the two of you just took away from me to say, uh, she she pulls the chain out from under her from under her clothing as she pulls the three rings on the chain and like slips slips them out from the chain. Uh, as much as my strength has let me keep our friends and us as a family safe. The two of you are more my strength than even what I can bring to the battlefield. You've given me the courage to be myself in the face of everything standing against us. You've given me the strength to throw caution to the wind and do whatever needed to be done or whatever we felt should be done. And you've given me the the honor of being one of the luckiest dwarves on the face of Grand Terra. And she will very carefully apply, uh, like, put each of their individual rings on each of their hands, starting with Titania with the, like, very much the ornate ironwood ring that's carved and shaped into the various different vines and leaf patterns. And then Ghent with the the, the polished um, cobalt ring with intricate gear work and uh, craftsmanship designs of Upon it, upon it, and then her own adamantite ring shaped in sort of a like a, a widening shape at the top with the the icon of like a a shield sort of symbol with the uh, with the uh, the gem of the uh, of uh, God. What is it? Um, there's a specific gem that 
changes colors very easily. Um, opal. Yeah, it's, gonna it's, be, like, that was going to be my guess. Yeah, this this sort of opal placed in the in the center of the of the shield pattern. Uh, Gen's going to reach out a hand, and if Valdeth looks like she's about to put the ring on her own finger by herself, mm. grab it and put it on for her. Mm-hmm. The ceremony is sealed as you've put the rings on. The ceremony is sealed with a ring. The symbol of everlasting love. You wear it from now on. Partle between your hearts. And as this is a a Valkari vessel with a little bit of seawater. And like on that note, there is just a splash of water across all three of you as this, as as uh, Halimarnia has just no Halimarnia has just sort of waved a hand, and there is a, it's 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 the wake of water that you would expect after a large fish leaps, but without the fish, it just up from the water, up from the ocean, and splashes across the three of you, forming a very temporary little rainbow. Um, uh, uh, as the as the as the spray sort of like uh, lights through the air, uh, and as she as she does this, as that water hits, you all feel this warmth uh, that sort of coalesces around your rings. Um, as Helenardia finishes finishes casting the ceremony spell, uh, you are, for the next seven days, each of you gains a plus two bonus to AC while you're within thirty feet of each other. Um. Uh, additionally, on. Uh, this is forever. So long as you are wearing the rings, you all you each know where the other is. Like, uh, 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 uh precisely within a mile. Cool. So long as you're wearing the ring, actually. All right, guys, we've got seven days to become gods and kick the shit out of Tatania's uh, <laughs> on uh, great, there great is, yeah. well, there's min <laughs> max this wedding. Uh, there's a, a smattering of applause. There's a, a bouquet that's being thrown at you. Um, my you get the snake. Uh, the snake is now on one of you. Um, I think Alex is hovering. Scuzz, Scuzz throws the bouquet at, 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 at the three of them and Valdeth, in like a very swift motion very much like drawing a sword, just sort of catches it, brings it down to where she would draw a sword throws it up and it just sort of flies up to the upper balcony where everyone else is standing There is a, there is a shower It's your moment, Vespia! <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> Vespia goes for that thing And there, There's a shower of grain instead of rice as you as this celebration begins, there's a rumble. It's fine. As the wind stills and the ship stops moving, and echoing throughout the area, happy days are here again. The skies above are clear. So let's sing a song of matrimony 
for my dear niece, Titania. And all of you feel your vision sort of like drawn out beyond the prow of the ship. Standing just above the water. Few a few dozen feet out away from the ship is what looks to be a 12 foot tall six winged figure sort of platinum blonde hair swept back where previously there was sort of a purplish blue skin tone now black edged in gold with red eyes wearing the royal finery of the Valkorian Emperor. The unmis- even with the changes, the unmistakable figure and menacing aura of Ternalian Valkorian. Wasn't the Valkorian Emperor a suit of armor? Yes, but like the noble family had like royal okay. clothes. It wasn't yeah. the the Emperor was a large suit of armor, but there were other people that had clothes. <laughs> Standing Hands clasped, and almost a, almost a form of, almost like a pose of prayer. No visible, like, mouth at the moment. You're not certain where the voice was necessarily coming from, except for all around. And now, Titania, I give you my most cherished wedding gift. <laughs> He claps his hands. And he's gone. You're still on the ship. uh, Lavinda, looking like around the prow. Who the fuck was that stunned in the water? Valda pulls her, puts her hand out, and there's a flash as the as the uh, the the star metal the star metal gun blade appears in her hand. You know how it is, dear. Unwanted relatives are awaiting. That was my uncle, the Emperor of Charam. Let's not grace him with a title he doesn't deserve. You can see Lavinda, like, sort of, like, running through her brain with what that means, knowing what she knows about what's happening on the other side. Your uncle's a fucking demon king. Yeah. Do I feel any different? What just no. happened? Okay. You all uh, hear, though. Gent is, I was going to say, Gent has got every sense searching the area as best he can, yeah. <clears throat> Something heavy is whipping through the air. And from the crow's nest, you hear Paula. Big fucking dragon incoming! And you all look. And coming uh, basically from, I don't know which side's the left, the, the, that side. Port side. Port side. Um, you watch as breaking out of the water is this massive entity. Um, up here. To put that extra AC to use. 
What's a wedding without a murder? I'm sorry, a fight. Was was there anything arcane to the clap, or was that more like a signal? Make a religion or arcana check. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Just a Balkani wedding without a three without without at least three murders is considered a dull affair. Um, when uh, Ternalian showed up, did he have any new markings or anything like that on him? I mean, the skin help? tone change and the golden well, line yeah. is certainly different. I got a two. Grumman says, "I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go for it." Grumman says. Don't worry, it won't be the first time somebody got the clap at a wedding, although this might be the first time it's caused a dragon. That's great. Ah, anyways, uh, you watch as the sort of like purplish silhouette of a dragon erupts from the water. This massive figure that almost seems to melt as that purple visage peels away to reveal a skeletal form. Bones seemingly made of obsidian. This massive undead creature trailing purple smoke. Let's go ahead and roll some initiative. Hey, could this be what? Okay. Hey. Uh, f- no, not the fiend hunter. This is just terrible. That's what it is. Okay, and it- <laughs> This is just terrible. Ent is back on his bullshit again. Mm-hmm. What's it? What's his full name again? Uh, who? Ternalian Valkorian. Yeah. 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 Ternalian Valkorian. Ternalian walks in with the mischievous grin. Dragon. At Dex tiebreaker. Okay, I thought I had that on. Sorry. You're fine. I still haven't pulled out the token yet. It's not this close yet. But here it is. Oh, he looks kind of derpy. <laughs> <laughs> It's because missing the lower jaw. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he wasn't massive and going to murder us all, I'd say we should try and get him for a pet. <laughs> oh, he rolled really poor. Oh, little buddy. Good. <laughs> really poor. Don't make it. Don't make us like this guy. I don't He's just trying his that. best. Uh, I'll have. I'll have. Maybe uh, he actually is a present, and he's here to give us all, you know, pony rides. <laughs> I'll have Lavenda roll. Oh, my pony's jaw fell off. <laughs> <laughs> 
hate it when that happens. Ah, no worries, lad. Happens all the time. Here, here's some rubber bands. <laughs> Glue that in place. <laughs> all right. So, Lavenda, the crew is going to go on Lavenda's initiative. Okay. All right. So, uh, the uh, the dragon is uh, the ancient soul dragon uh, is off that way. Uh, so, Ithram. How far away is this? Spooky dragon. Uh, based on where you're sort of looking right now, looks like looks like it is about um 160 feet off. 160 from the edge of the ship, from the edge of from that that left hand side of the ship. Okay. All right, I'm going to step over to this edge right about here uh hold the staff out and um <clears throat> expend i'm gonna hold my action to as soon as it's within range um i'm going to use recharge. i'll use four charges to cast uh, Scorching Ray at it as soon as it's within 120 feet. So, so you stand over at the edge, you ready the staff, and as you do, the, the, the sort of the eternal fire sort of uh, uh, engulfed the tip of it just begins to <laughs> whip itself up as several small little orbs of fire begin preparing. <clears throat> uh that makes it uh Valdest. Well, um I will take my bonus action to focus and gain a charge of send. Uh and then can I, like, leap and climb back up onto the main deck so I'm not in a confined space with my two, fian- with my two no longer fiancés, my two spouses? Uh, you can do that, or you can duck into the, uh, into the actual, like... Uh, yeah, oh, right, into the, lower, into the lower deck. Yep. Into the, into the mm-hmm. um, orgasm. Yeah, so 5, 10, 15, 20... 25 puts me all the way back out here. Uh, and then I will take an action to dodge since it's too far away right now for me to do anything else. All right. Over there, too. So, uh, roll 20 here. All right, so Grund, your turn. Um, I will use my bonus action to activate my Eldritch Claw, and I will. How far away is it at this point? 
about 160 feet. I will, eh, I've never used it before. I'll take a crossbow attack on it at disadvantage. All right. Uh, that ain't gonna do it. Yeah, 13 misses. <clears throat> uh, uh, and then I will um, run up the, uh, I will run 55 feet up the mast. All right. I have no idea how tall the mast, the average mast of a galleon is. I'm sure Jack and or Mara can tell me. Uh, it could be like 110, 120 feet for a yeah, main I'm, mast I'm, at the I'm, very top. This is the, mm -hmm. this would be the forward mast, whatever that yeah, was called. That was probably a little shorter, maybe 80 or something, you I, think? I, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I'd be at the top, but I'd be somewhere you know, among the rigging. Yeah. Yeah. So on a spar somewhere. Mm -hmm. Lavenda immediately begins be uh, belting orders throughout the ship. Uh, basically, it sounds like she's uh, ordering most of the crew to prepare for to prepare to repair because she's confident that a dragon of that size coming that low for the water is going to be attacking the ship. Um, and uh, she's uh, herself sort of indicating to. Uh, Saga to get his chapters firing the guns and Hanamarnia to be preparing for uh, any sort of healing action as she heads she uh, sort of double times it towards the helm um, thirty feet five ten twenty twenty five thirty dash So she can get basically right to the top of the stairs on the other side. She's just a, a breadth away from the helm at the moment. Um, all right. <coughs> <coughs> Vespia. How far away? I'm trying to find the dragon. Where, where's the dragon? 160 feet away. Okay. Is it, it is on the... It's not far enough away that it's not going to show up on the map. Okay. Okay. That threw me off. Okay. I can't. It is somewhere off to the port side. So left. Okay. Uh, she's going to hold, hold an action until it gets in range at this point. What's the action you're holding? Uh, she's going to use the spell uh, Ice Javelin on it. What's the range on that? One, uh, 120. Okay. So basically when it moves, you're going to... Mm -hmm. Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's the dragon's turn. It reaches the rest of the way out of the water. And with a beat of the skeletal wings, that purple smog that engulfs it spreads like a wingspan as it rushes with unrealistic speed, even for those of you that have seen a flying dragon before or experienced a flying dragon before towards the ship, very quickly passing beyond the uh, the range at which uh, your ice javelin will go off. So go ahead and make the attack. Yay. Okay. Scorching oh. rays, 120 feet as well. Yep, scorching rays. Go ahead. What? Oh, wait, because I have five. <laughs> what? Did you ask something? Sorry. Up, up, up. What, what season is it, Titania? 
spring. She's been spring since uh, we've been back, which is unusual because yeah. she had been kind of changed. Does a 19 hit? Uh, a 19 spring. does hit? Yes. Okay. All right. And I'm casting it at third level. So once I see how much. Okay. So that'll be. Thirty-one damage. Uh, what what type of damage? Uh, it's cold damage. So as this ice javelin rockets, it breaks across the face of this creature that doesn't seem to have actually done any damage. It is immune to cold damage. Good to know. As it just sort of bursts through the icicle. One nineteen. Nineteen hits. Twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Twenty. 20 hits. 20. 20 hits. 22. Nice. 22 hits. Nice. nice. All five. <laughs> Very nice. Hell yeah. All right. So 15, 21 points of fire damage. As the moats rocket off. Um, the sort of like, like almost in like a, like a laser barrage. No, that's a lot more than 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've got 14, 19, plus another 14. You've got 33 points of fire damage there, I think. I know how to math. It's all good. The uh, the fire sort of barrels in. This one's fire does seem to do a bit more damage than the ice did, um, as it sort of barrages into its form on its way towards the, uh, the lot of you. I missed that first seven, because it just broke up the other four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it rockets over clearing that entire distance and slamming into the prow, uh, latching itself onto the actual forward prow of the ship and using it as a perch almost as it hangs underneath it, turning its its skeletal form. Um, those of you that are close by... Yeah. Get there. Um... Fine, close by. I need you. I need Titania and Ghent to make dexterity saving throws. A saving throw is my favorite. Natural 20, 29. 16. All right, 29 means you take half damage. A 16 means you take the full damage. Ow. Okay. Uh, so, Titania, you take 25 points of necrotic damage. Against uh, you take half that, and this is just from sort of the fog around it. Yeah, this is from the pur- that purple fog as it passes over Titania and Ghent. You feel it sapping your life force, and as it hangs off this the mast here, you watch it rear back, and the fog forms a lower jaw that opens, and this black mist just pours out as it uses its. Uh, Reaper's Breath. Oh boy. So, 120 foot, 120 foot line that's 10 feet wide. So, starting here. Uh, how does it handle verticality because there's a, like a height difference? It would hit everything. The, the height difference isn't enough to avoid it. 
I don't have necrotic resistance right now. Damn it. All right, so that's going to go the length of the ship. Area. Uh, so it's Pala, who's a two, who, who is much higher being in the crow's nest. Wide or 10 feet in the, mm -hmm. in yeah, but it's not it's not filling like a whole square. It's going like sort of halfway through one square. Um, reactively disappears. Mm -hmm. You can see that Felix is now on the ethereal plane. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Felix went. Ah, I see. <laughs> um. Alright, so I need everyone except for Grummond, Paula, and Lavinda, and Ithram uh, to make dexterity saving throws. Now is the time to point out one of those things about the dodge action that literally everyone forgets is that it also gives you advantage on dex saves. It does. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. 19. 25. 24. Is a failure. Damn it. Safe face. Oh, wait. <laughs> Why aren't ceremony. all of you playing hobgoblins? What is this, wrong with you? The ceremony, ceremony only ups AC's, not saving throws, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, bummer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the chapter is only rolled a seven. <laughs> and Halamarnia. Halamarnia is a big, a big, like, crystalline stone lady. I don't, not very good at dex saves. No, she rolled an eight. All right. So, uh, twenty-five succeeds. Twenty-three succeeds. Twenty-four succeeds. Nineteen fails. Of uh, yeah, we do get the best. So, uh, Titania's the only one that takes full damage. So, Tony, oh! you take 80 points of cold damage. I'm Everyone else takes 40. I'm unconscious. <sighs> okay. Calamarnia also takes 80 points of cold damage. He's not unconscious. The there rest of us take how much, John? Uh, 40. Okay. Oh, that takes none. Just switch it off from cold resistance, because we're like, ah, oh, we're not in the frozen north anymore. We'll be fine. What did you yeah. switch it to? Um, the broom of flying because it's fun. Uh. <laughs> Fair. So yeah. so yeah, this skeletal dragon lands on the prow of the ship. Its necrotic shroud affecting Genton to Tanya, and then just strafes the ship with this black flame that sucks the heat out of you, leaving this cold scar frozen line of frost across the ship and masts. <clears throat> you can actually uh, uh, get, you can see where you're at, that the part of the prow, like part of the forward prow has cracked mm -hmm. underneath its weight uh, and there's water going into the lower decks. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> Titania. Yeah. Death saving throw. That's a failure. All right, not very close to a natural one. Uh, all right. Gent. Uh, Gent is going to grab Titania and run her inside as far as he can go. All right. So give me a athletics check. Because Titania is currently unconscious and quite frosty. 15. 15 is enough to get her up. Uh, as you yep. move away with a re with a reaction, yep. the mm -hmm. dragon is going to make an attack. It's going to swipe at you with its tail. Okay. The twenty five hit. Ah uh, yes. Take eleven points of bludgeoning damage as the skeletal tail. Whoosh, there's a whip crack sound as it strikes you in the back, propelling you a little bit further. Worth away. it. <clears throat> Two three. So yeah, we are inside and 30 feet back. So one, two, three, four, five. The reminder six. that you know, Halimarnia is a priest. Okay, and where is she? Uh, she Do is I see? Up, up next to Vespia right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, he'll just... Secondary reminder that we were all given a variety of potions recently. Yep. <clears throat> um... Oh, yes, he does have a healing potion, but that would take another action, right? Yeah, action to feed someone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he'll just yell out, Priest! Ithram. Oh, again. Okay. Um... <laughs> it was quick, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, so... most, most of that round was people going, I wait. <laughs> And then, oh shit! Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, all the four chapters that are here by guns are all dead. <laughs> yeah, um, let's see, I need something I can concentrate on. See. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh I'm going to look at this giant fucking dragon thing and I'm going to I'm going to attempt to reduce it in size. Okay. So, yeah, let me throw that into needs to make a Con constitution save. saving throw. DC 19. Roll to 34. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, and... To be fair, it's, it has a 27 in its con. Yeah. Sheesh. I'm just going to sidle over to actually... Shit. <clears throat> Yeah, Ternalian's been watching you guys, and you all got into a very small boat relative to the size of the dragon. 
going to uh, step up over to this side uh, and clear up the the path up the stairs. Um, but that is me. All right. And it. Valdeth. Yep. As Valdeth will give the thing something to pay attention to, as you give 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I'm assuming the height of it puts a melee range of me. Yeah. So I if you're standing will... at the front of the if you're standing at the front of the uh, anywhere basically in the prow area, you're you can hit it with melee. As long as you yeah. can reach within a square of its base. I will bonus action to focus and double my send plus one. Uh, and then I will attack it with the star metal gunblade. Uh, 21 to hit. 21 hits. Uh, we're going to pull the trigger on a radiant shell, and we're also going to use a blood fury charge to find out what, what this thing's resistance is to radiant and necrotic are like. All right. Uh, so we're going to uh, blood fury. And then an extra d10. Oh, so yeah. Uh, 8 radiant, 14 slashing, 15 necrotic. Uh, it takes none of the necrotic damage. Okay. It is immune to necrotic damage. It does take the radiant damage and the slashing damage. A 22 damage total. And then second attack. I'm not going to bother spending a blood fury charge on this. Five. Excellent. Or mm-hmm. sixteen slashing and two radiant. All right. Anything else? Uh. Nope. That's it. All right. Grummond. You are muted, sir. Um, so from from 55 feet up, I know Grumman's uh Grumman's strength is a 12. So I know from a standing start, his long jump distance to a a level surface would be six feet. And this guy's 15 feet away from me. Um with the extra 55 feet to fall, could I jump from where I am and get get onto the dragon? The dragon is not in a position where you can really get onto it. It's sort of under, it's hanging underneath the, uh, the, uh, the prow. Um, like it's using that, ex- I, I think that's the right term, the, the, the part that's... The exactly, figurehead. <laughs> uh, not, the figurehead is, is the figurehead both uh, the, the bow sprit and the is the, bow is the pointy bit. The bow sprit is, is the... Yeah, he's hanging underneath the bow, the bow sprit, like, you know, like a... Like a kid on a playground. Okay. Or like a, like a sloth on a branch. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> like attacking around the bow sprit. An evil sloth. 
Evil skeleton sloth with wings. Evil giant skeleton sloth. Fantastic. Okay. Um, well, that being the case, then I could just jump off, get five feet, maybe ten physics and so on, and just fall, and then still run forward and then jump off the prow and grab onto it that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. You good? Okay. Um, I would. I, I would like. I don't know if you want me to make a grapple check. I, I, I would like to use the, if you're using them in your game, Sen, I'd like to use the alt rules for like a little guy on a big guy where you can basically just get on it and move around on it, Shadow of the Colossus style. Yeah, mostly the, mostly uh, rather than grapple checks, you're making athletics checks to hold on. Okay. Um, so that is a grapple not, check. You, you can't actually grapple. It, it's too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's gargantuan. Right. <laughs> so, so is that, and, and, I, and I do not remember exactly how this rule works, so I apologize. Does that mean it takes my entire attack or it takes one of my two attacks? Um, the athletics to hang on is just reflexive. Okay. So it doesn't take any of your attacks. It's just whether or not you are able to attack at the moment, effectively. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so, so I'm going to do... First, First, um, so slow fall only works when you're next to a thing you're falling from, right? No, slow fall works mm-hmm. on any falling damage you take. Yeah. Is yeah. it any falling damage mm-hmm. regardless of where you're at? Yeah. yeah. There's there's an yep. addition of D&D where it only works if you're next to a wall, and I don't remember which one it is. Yeah, um, no, it's just you use your reaction when you oh, fall right. to reduce any, any falling damage you take by 90 for me currently. So I would not... So I don't yeah, you're think not going to take any falling damage yeah. at all. No, yeah. yeah. Right. So um, push off Grumman, Grumman just jumps off and it looks like he's coming down to do like the superhero landing but he overcompensates and just like flips and lands flat on his back gets up and goes oh i'm gonna feel that way in the morning gets up rolls his neck and then runs and jumps off the prow under the dragon all right go ahead and give me a athletics check or an acrobatics check to make the initial connection i would very much like to give you an acrobatics check please all right 14 14's enough. Yeah, you grab okay, cool. you grab onto sort of the spiny tail and just like yeah, and as the tail starts whipping back and forth as you're on it, give me an athletics check to hold on. Okay, um, fifteen. Fifteen's enough. It's just right, cool. whipping you back and forth, uh, but you manage to cling to the tail. So now you can make your attacks. Cool. Uh, no glowing weak spots on it, right? Nope. Okay, so I'm just going to slowly start climbing up the tail and just, like, punching it as I go. Let's go. Jack, so. weak spot for massive damage. What weak spot? It's made of bones. It's made of obsidian bone. Uh, Hit it in the joints. Exactly. Um, okay, so... Um, <laughs> I bet you got osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is an 18 to hit. An 18 misses. Okay. Um... <sighs> And got a natural one. Also, Those are always fun. Coming, coming out strong. Hi, um, tried to bite it, chipped a tooth. It's spending a key point. Uh, 24. That hits. Thank Christ. Um, <laughs> I'm sad we didn't get to eat the food because I was making more behir meat. Um, uh, so that is 13 points of, of damage. Uh, plus, uh, what's that? Bludgeoning? Magic bludgeoning. Okay. Yeah. Monk, um, monk punch overcomes damage resistance. <laughs> plus, uh, I, I accidentally rolled it twice. Um, plus three, um, three points of force damage from the, uh, All tattoo. Right. 
Um, and I, probably a waste of a key point, but I'd like to try to stun it. Uh, what's the roll? Uh, it's, it's a con check. That's like a ridiculous. Yeah. What's the, what's may the not be also, easy. most undead are immune to stunning, but you know. What's the DC? Oh, what's uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the DC. I think it's an 18, but let me double check. If that's relevant. I mean, it probably is higher than 18. Yeah, it's 18. So it rolled a natural one. <gasps> hey! Which would have failed, and it's not immune to being stunned. Uh, it is going to, however, use one of its legendary resistances to... Hell yeah! Stunned. I I will I will fucking take that. Let's burn yep. those things. Burn that ah. burn those away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um Knock all right. And, and, and my last my last punch. Uh god damn it, another 18. I rolled a four, a one, and a four they... out of those out of those rolls. Jesus Christ. What's the 31 for then? <laughs> um that was the that was the 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 one that just hit. Punch. Yeah, so I thought that was the twenty four. The... Yeah, because you rolled a you rolled oh. an eight. Yeah, you rolled an eighteen, a fifteen, a twenty four, yeah. which did thirteen oh. damage, and then you rolled a thirty one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was not aware of that. I will take that. Um, so that's <laughs> nine more points of magical bludgeoning, uh, and four points of force damage. And what the fuck? I'll try to stun him again. As as yeah, Grummond is coming up and just like trying to punch joints as he just crawls up this thing. This time it rolled a twenty. All right, fair. Uh, all right. Anything else in your turn? Uh, no, I think that is more than enough. Thank you. Lavinda, uh, from the far end, looks back and sees the the frost breath that sort of engulfed her ship. Heads over to the helm, and as she does, she's yelling, "Alamarnia, what the fuck is this thing?" Um. Who uh, makes a roll? She just calls back. It's a soul herald, one of Dagoth's servants. What? Uh. And she's going to make a command. Saga is going to shift over to one of the uh, automated cannons and uh, proceeds to rip it out of its housing uh, and levels it at the dragon. What the hell does that mean? Which I mean, part? <laughs> the Soul Herald servant yeah, of Big Ass. Uh it mean it means that um Ternalian's an asshole. got some Ternalian's got some fucking arc, uh religion muscle, is what. <laughs> or or that we we selected the wrong option on our RSVPs. <laughs> Dang it, I thought I selected chicken, not I was gonna say, did it did did you go chicken beef or soul herald? <laughs> It means Ternalian is an asshole who can either dominate or manipulate servants of other gods. Yeah. Por que no los dos? 
Valid. <laughs> All right. So. And he picked a serpent of Dagoth just to spite you because you because you're a worshiper of Dagoth. Maybe he just doesn't like Dagoth. I think he's just fucking petty. Hmm? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is arcane artillery firing. Uh, firing explosive rounds. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, yeah, that's also gonna happen. Uh, so, yeah, Saga, like you, you watch Saga like hefts up this cannon and holding it kind of like it's a Gatling gun and just aim, aim, aim. Let's see. Ithram is no longer there, just missed. With <laughs> <laughs> the twenty-three, uh, you there watch you go, the cannonball girl. just shoots between Vespi and Ithram, like sniper shot style, just straight through, not veering at all. Slams in this thing's face and explodes. Uh... Taking 25 points of damage, some of which is fire, some of which is bludgeoning. Hell yeah. Uh, and then, so, you had all seen that the, uh, the figurehead on the, um, the figurehead on the ship was this, uh, sort of, uh, uh mechanic, uh, sort of, almost a clockwork-looking representation of Valkyr. Mm-hmm. Um... Back at the helm, Lavinda uh, reaches over, flips open, flips up a box next to the helm, and smashes a big red button. Uh, at which point, Grumman, you get a uh, perfect view of the figurehead's eyes opening as gearwork begins to spin around inside it. Uh, as it lets go of the ship with one hand, looks up at the dragon that's right in punching range, and just <laughs> levels a fist as. Oh, that's new. Break some ribs. The guardian figurehead. I feel like the primary purpose of the guardian of that kind of figurehead is to like do even more damage when you ram an enemy ship. I mean, looks like, turns out it also is good when there's a dragon attached to your thing. <laughs> that's. Definitely. Who hasn't woken up with a dragon attached to their thing every I was once in a say, while? That's, that's definitely a euphemism. <laughs> ah, tis an iron golem. I'm waiting for you. It popped in for you before it popped in for me. There it is. Yes, tis an iron golem. As Ithram gets ever more jealous. Yep, everybody's got one except for me. <laughs> Just rub it in. Just keep rubbing it in. No, I have I have golems now. Yep. And it's not pregnant ones. It, however, it does not land a solid hit as the, the <laughs> yeah. an 18 it just <clears throat> glances into a hit bone. <clears throat> the rest of you can sort of see the figurehead has come to life and start it is punching the dragon. 
Is that priest headed over here like I yelled for? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Calamari. Yeah, they're not on the initiative tracker. I was about to say that. 10, 15, 20. They, the entire crew goes on. Oh, okay. Uh, on the way turn. turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Halamarnia moves over. Most of the crew is currently under 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 decks patching holes. Yeah, no, um, fair. Uh, Halamarnia moves over. You as she move as she moves the that that spear in her hand is begins to or that that trident that's in her hand begins to crackle with electricity as as she moves. Uh, she gets over, kneels down next to Titania, and almost like, like as a as opposed to her very very like stern and sturdy complexion and appearance, very ridiculously gently lays a hand on Titania's cheek. I thought you were gonna say gently stabs. Uh, a wedding is a terrible day to miss for any reason. Uh, as she casts Cure Wounds at 5th level. Uh... That's going to be Uh, 64 points of healing to Titania. Woo! Nice. I'll take it. <gasps> and there's just, like, oddly warm but crystalline hand on your cheek as you open your eyes. Let's get back into the fray, shall we? Uh, Vespia. How, how far away from the boat is it right now? It's on the bowsprit. It's still on it? Okay, so yeah, he moved the it's token, turn. so it looked like it was over the water. Okay. Its turn is uh, after you, so it's still here. It's... Okay. Um. Alright, then and how far away from me is it right now? Uh, one step and you're in melee. Okay. Let's see. Cool. Okay. She is going to go over one step, not two. And, oh, sorry, I'm getting up on it. Um, she's gonna go over and. I mean, if, uh, you do, if you want to follow Grumman's example and leap on it, I have rules for that. Something she was considering. Um, <laughs> she is going to grab its leg or whatever she can reach, and cast hard like gauntlet. Okay, so just as a as so basically, you reach its face where you're at right now. Um, do you want to jump out onto it? You are not strong. No, no, I'm not doing that. I just right. need to be able to touch it. Okay, yeah, go ahead and cast your spell. Yeah. Hold on. Ah, dang. Hold on. Uh, Sorry, I'm fighting with my character sheet right now. That is hard like gauntlet because that sounds cool as hell. I'm trying to put it in. The, go away. Okay, sorry. It's asking you what level you're casting. 
Yeah, you want to. Okay, sorry, question. I was trying to do that. All right. It's cool. Okay, and I'm going to cast it at level five. All right, so you're making four melee spell attacks. Oh, just make your spell, again. roll yep. your spell attack. Hold on. 19. 19, hit. 19 hits, so it's one hit. Okay. Let's just roll all four. Because it does sequential damage, let's roll all four of them to see how many. How much yeah, that's what I was going to do. Okay. 14 misses. 14. Natural 20. Nice. 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 Yep, yep. 28. Okay, so nice. you your four hit. So okay. you're going to do, so in order, you're going to do 1d12, 4d12, didn't, and then 3d12. You didn't you say you cast it at 5th level? That's yeah, four attacks. Yeah, four attacks. That's four. That was correct. It starts off okay. with three attacks. You get a fourth one at 5th level. Oh, sorry. I see. Yep. Mm. So, so your damage okay. rolls are going to be 1d12, 4d12, then 3d12. Or you could just roll 8d12. <laughs> if it has resistances, then... Ah, uh, well, yeah, that's right. Okay, 1d12, one, one what, 3d12? 4d12. 4 Because you crit on the 2d12. Okay. Yep. Which is a pretty good one to crit on, honestly. Hell yeah. And mm -hmm. then 3d12. As you just hammer blow, hammer blow, hammer blow. Nice. 50 damage. Honk. Yep. All right, and that's right. your turn. It's turn. Grumman. As its tail whips and you are holding on, you suddenly find yourself holding on to nothing, as for all of you, the dragon disappears. And Grummond, you are flying. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> In which you're a good swimmer there, bud. Uh, Hang on. I need to make a calculation. <laughs> <laughs> what is with these games with Final Show Films and me getting thrown? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Can I try to grab onto the golem? Uh, you were out over the water where its tail was when it disappeared. You were well, I was climbing up it. I don't know how far I got, but yeah, no, you were. It's a long okay. tail. All right, it's a gargantuan dragon. Sure, um, I got a tail for you. Roll me. This is funnier. Roll me a d one hundred. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How many feet? Up to what angle does Grumman fly at? Always good. Thirty-six. All right. So you are flung. Uh, you are three more squares off off the map from where you're at now. All right. In that direction. <laughs> Fortunately, if you when you get moving, you can run on water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, monks can run on water. Yep. Yeah, so you are you have been tossed into the water as this thing has disappeared. I'm gonna temporarily move my 
token because I can't change the things, and then I'll put it back where it was. Yeah, you're good. Uh, it's Cloak of Ghostly Shadows for a bonus action. Where's it gonna show back up? Please still be in melee with me. I do not foresee that happening. <laughs> I know, but I I want, to, I want to use my cool new move, and I have to have not moved prior and cannot move afterwards. I, I also need to roll for its Reaper's Breath. Hey, it recharges it. Hooray. Ooh. So it reappears atop the main mast. You suck. Oh boy. If it's all the way up there, it's going to have a bad angle for a line attack. No, but it has a perfect angle for a line attack on the three people at the bow. Uh, so I need Vespia, Ithram, and Valdeth to make dexterity saving throws as it unleashes its Reaper's Breath again. It also has a fucking terrifying angle if it's got anything that does a cone. Uh, That's roll 20. Have an inspiration, but I want to use it on this. Uh, I don't care that much, no. Alright. Because you've got evasion, right? Yeah. For about evasion. I'll be taking yeah. half damage no matter what. All three of you are going to be taking half damage. Uh, so 61 points of cold damage, halved to 30. Is Valdez the Xanatar sam uh, samurai? No, I am a Final Fantasy samurai. Got it. Okay. Final Fantasy 14 samurai specifically. That's once again just this. Uh... I was a Xanathar samurai at the very beginning of the campaign, but then we discovered the Final Fantasy uh, book, and I changed and it to Final Fantasy samurai. It's also because it can do this as well as using its Reaper's breath. Now that it's closer, uh, I need Ghent, Titania, Halamarnia, Saga, Pala, Zarmia. And Ithram. Uh, to make a wisdom saving throw. Naga is I've got an inspiration. Uh, <laughs> not much better, but definitely not a natural one. That's not enough for this thing's save. 24. Nice. Thank you. Uh, Ithram. At the moment, that's a failure. Uh, you can only make it an 18 because you only get a max of plus five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because I can't use. You're the only one that knows if it's a failure before you pick, so I haven't, that's why I haven't revealed anyone else's fate. Okay. Um, both of those use my reaction. So. Yeah. Oh, wait. It doesn't take my reaction to save face. So I will save face and use arcane deflection to increase my increase it to plus seven. So that'd be a 20. Or no, 
It'd be a 22. Does arcane, uh, what does arcane deflection help you increase that? Just any saving throw. Yeah, that's good. Plus four. I'm going to war mages, man. Yeah, buddy. I don't get to use it very often, but when I do, mm-hmm. it helps. Right. Hell <laughs> so yeah. You save. Tanya saves. Uh, Halimarnia fails. Saga is immune. Paula saves. Laramia saves. Um, Gent fails with an 18. Is Halimarnia and Gent fail? Is the dragon within 60 feet of me? Uh, No, it's about 100 feet up. Oh, it's a hundred feet up on the uh, on on a mast. That's already a few feet out from you. So okay, because there was an extra thing that happens with arcane deflection. Uh, so Gint, you only failed. You didn't fail by as much as uh, as Hilarnia did. Uh, you are your speed is reduced to zero for one minute. Okay, as you are affected by its horrifying presence. Uh, you, okay. can repeat, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turn to end the effect. Lamarnia failed by more than five points. She's paralyzed for a minute. Oh, boy. Uh, that's his turn. Cool. Titania. Great. Cool. Lamarnia that sort of like was standing back up to encourage you to fight has now been like locked in place by this supernatural presence. Ghent, you can see, is shaking in his boots to the point where he can't move. I cling on to his arms to help me stand up. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to clear my death save real quick while I'm thinking about it, and then I am going to look at my spell list I think I can do something about that. Um, let's see. Realized and Gentes is uh, no speed right now, right? Yes. Cool. I have a thing. Let me find. It's not that a fear. Effect. It's not a fear effect technically, but it's flavored as a fear effect. So yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But the the actual only mechanical thing is that I can't move. Yeah, okay. your speed is to zero. There's no nice fear. Speed it's not mm-hmm. a fear effect. Mm-hmm. 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 So, for instance, I couldn't do the monk thing where I can shake off a fear effect. Correct, yeah. Okay. You're, not, you're not technically afraid. But it's called horrifying presence, so. Yeah. Okay. thought I did, but I did not. It's not on my sheet. Okay. Um. I'm going to get still has he can still do actions right now, right? Right. As far as I know. Okay. (laughs) I'm clinging on to you, and I say do you want to go up in the rigging? Gent, so Gent's got that slight tremor going through his limbs right now, but you can see the visor is down and he has his eyes locked on this thing. Yes. Okay, I'm going to use face step. Uh, In spring, I can shut someone else instead of me. Um, You go 30 feet. 
Um, That's cool as hell. Yeah. Whatever I can get you up there. I like to think that because it's a face step, you trip them into a portal. It's like, all right, bye. And he's like lands on his stomach on a spar. Yeah, on a spar. Yeah, spar yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> that's my bonus action. Action. <sighs> Should I help Halamari? Yeah. Or do a thing. Um, Does lesser restoration cure paralysis immediately? Um. Yes, I also have another spell that can do the, that same effect. Alternatively, yes. you can always fight dragons with more dragons. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. I know. There's always shape change, yes. Um, I am going to action summon the Reaper. Sorry, anyone who's near me. Not me anymore. Move, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yep. Let me put my aura on so I can keep track of that for later purposes. This would be a good a good class in synergy with a paladin. Oh yeah. Um. So um. That was Everyone is paladins and one grim harvest druid. <laughs> we were like near kind of we had just come up out of the deck um yeah can i use half my action to stand up um but can i basically like shove Helamarnia like back she can't move herself but i can move her um yeah she's kind of... um the doorway is is like behind you okay um you can't it, it would be difficult to move her you'd have to like pick her up to move her Okay. Can and I she's do that? very heavy. I got like check. Okay. Let's try. She's an, she's an Earth Ganassi. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty she's a sturdy strong. lady. I'm pretty strong. I got muscles. Salt of the earth. Yeah. So you gotta lift her and <laughs> like she is cut. Literally and figuratively, because she's gem. Uh, just, like, yep. like, like, th- there's, there, there is more. Like, it's hard. She wears like fairly loose fitting robes, but as you like sort of grab and like, go to lift, like she's got like a twelve pack abs. Like, cool. Uh, cool, cool, cool. And all of that muscle is very heavy to move. Also, it's made of stone, so it's even heavier. Okay. Just stay there, then. She's like, she's got more muscles than you've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just gonna turn and damn it. Berm, whatever you are, you are not ruining my wedding day. I'm gonna sort of shake my finger at it. That's my turn. Alright, so again, you've been teleported thirty feet up in onto a spar. Uh you can't Weird. move. Bonus action drinking a potion. Uh, I've still got two potions of heroism. Now I have one. That gives me ten temporary hit points, which I will need, and the blessed spell for the next hour. Nice. Alrighty. And Take that extra d4 on your attack rolls. Right, yep, because we are doing a banishment bullet on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy. 
Um, I'm using uh, focus, focus Fire, so he has disadvantage on the Charisma save. Um, up, Socrates. Heck yes. Uh, it is a DC 19 Charisma saving throw or be banished at disadvantage. Fifteen charisma save. Banished. Uh, uses legendary resistance to succeed. Okay, figured. That's two down. Oh, Earned another he, one. He still takes fifteen points of magical piercing damage. Yep. And I have spider climb, so I'm just gonna hang out here, and I make the save at the end of my turn, right? Yes. Was it wisdom? Yes. Okay. Uh, not at advantage. Boop. Twenty six. Twenty six is enough to shake it off. So okay, so I don't even need the D four on that then. Yep. All right. So yeah, and I have movement back. Yay! Ithram. Ah, this guy's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But um, that's at the end of my turn, so I don't have movement right now. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Correct. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look down over at Valdeth and say, I'm assuming you want closer? I want to be at its face, yes. Uh, close as I can get. And then <laughs> Vortex Warp, uh, pretty much, if I can, Valdeth next to Ghent on that same spar, because I can move. I'll throw it in... in chat, but uh, I can move them up to 30 feet. Oh, oh, wait. I thought that was 90. just pillows and cats. Excuse me, it's 90 feet. Ooh. Yeah, you can definitely get out next to Gantt. You couldn't get, it, couldn't get them into melee range with the dragon, though. I mean, unless you want to do it at a higher level. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, That's uh, that third level. It's 100. Level. How far is the thing from me right now? Yeah. Or from, from Ithram. What's from Ithram? Uh, right now, it'd be fucking triangle equation every time. Right. It happened every <laughs> combat. Um, squared plus like, B squared equals C squared. Like 100 feet up plus 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet out. Is that 25 squared? It's about 103 feet. Uh, if it's 100 feet up and 25 feet out, it's about 103 feet so, away yeah, linearly. Third level. Third level to get. Uh, third level would get basically would put Valdeth uh, up on top of the main mast, which is where it is. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Turns out as close as I can get you is right on top of it. <laughs> It'll do. Uh, and. Yeah, I'll stay right here next to Vespia. Valdeth! There's nobody else in melee with this thing, is there? No. Cool. Uh not not yet. You do see that you do see that Paula is like hanging off one of like the rigging ropes and looks like she's making her way over there, but not mm. there yet. Motherfucker up in my rigging. <laughs> yeah, Valeth uses her bonus action to focus, gets to maximum send, and then as an action, spends four of that send because that's her wisdom modifier on Midare Setsugeka. 
she sort of brings her hand down to where she's got the the sword back in its sheath again and there's this like essence of spiritual energy that begins to like flow around her in a sort of spiraling motion uh that sort of lifts all of her clothing and her hair sort of like flutters for a moment and then there's a single slash motion that just erupts into a series of of waves that just carve through the the body of this thing as i make four attacks in one well awesome full hype anime music ah motherfucker music inspiration on that natural one so two hits Uh, all of them hit it's just that the two of the two of them only hit like actually good solid hits and the others glanced off the bone those who have been up close to it especially like Grumman who was holding on to it it's very like it is like smooth obsidian like this is stone more Mm -hmm. than bone yeah with just two dots of white light in where the eyes should be I don't think I can do anything to make that better right now. No, I can't. Well, uh, first hit. Using my reaction to pull the trigger on another Radiant shell. So, 14 slashing, 7 Radiant. Uh, 9 slashing, 6 Radiant. Thanks. I mean, basically, Ternalian just thought that, you know, you might like it if, you know, a servant of your god was here to, you know, bless your wedding. That's not what he's doing, and you know it. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot to ask, is it all right to, is this like, this isn't like killing the Easter Bunny, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Anyone who wants to can make a religion check. No one has yet. Wow. Sure. I mean, I might as well. It's my it's my wife's my God, religion. I feel like I should <laughs> see if I know anything about my wife's religion. I know something. Thirteen. Yeah. I mean, soul, the, the title Soul Herald certainly has like a certain <laughs> amount Even of worse. like implication, but uh... Gent would absolutely kill the Easter Bunny given the choice. Is what we've learned here. <laughs> Yeah, you heard soul and you thought like fish. Like you're like Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Punching <laughs> your religion. Le poisson, le poisson. Um Ithram, she's the only one that knows. Um This is Ithram. the Easter Bunny, everyone. Stop. Uh, <laughs> so the soul a soul herald, um, contrary to appearance, is not Ooh. undead, is actually a celestial. Um they are uh they are celestial they are celestial dragons made from the spirits of dead dragons um so basically like when a dragon dies all that energy all that coalescence is gathered by dagoth and formed into a soul herald uh, particularly power you know the more powerful the dragon the more powerful the herald they are similar to uh a reaper but where a reaper's job is to harvest souls and bring them on um the Soul Herald is more a uh, almost an aspect 
of Dagoth more than uh, more than a Reaper is, where a Reaper is sort of like just a fragment of his power. A, a, a Soul Herald is like a it's a much larger investiture of his power. Um, um, typically, it's the uh, basically it's the f- it's not every dragon. I should clarify, it's like the first dragon every hundred years or so to die. Um, becomes a Soul Herald, and the rest do whatever. Um, they are fairly neutral normally, um, and they don't really, they're, they're very rarely ever seen. Um, they, they, uh, 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 they, they, they are the reaper of much more fantastic or powerful entities. Uh, an Anko would have been, uh, sorry, a, a Soul Herald would have been there um, when the Emperor died, when the God Emperor died, for instance. Okay. Like, they're the just re- sitting on the sidelines, be like, almost. Uh, but, like, like, you know, <laughs> there to, like, whatever was left of a soul after that, after the, the, the Soul Crystal was done, would have been escorted to. Okay wherever it is that that sort of being goes. So, like, when dragons, when gods, when powerful rulers, when those individuals, when figures of great importance and power pass... If you kill a kraken... A kraken. A soul herald is there to escort it, as opposed to a reaper. Okay. And with the natural 20, would Ithram understand the ramifications of destroying one on the material plane? If any... Um, they, uh, it would be very, the, the rest of the servants of death would be very, would look very disfavorably on you if you attacked and killed a soul herald that was just doing its job. Um, if it's not your time to go and a soul herald is trying to take you, defend yourself. That's pretty, the servants of Dagoth are very much like everything has its time. And if it's not your time, it's not your time. Okay. They're very practical because there will always be more dead. Makes sense. The whole neutral thing. We can afford to wait. <laughs> with the thirteen, does Titania know this is a servant of Dagoth at this point or not? With the thirteen, only, yeah. Like, with with the thirteen, okay. yes, I would say you would know that this is a, this is okay. I'm at least, angry. at least, exte- at least existentially, this is a servant of uh, of Dagoth. At the moment, okay. it's serving Ternalian for some reason. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, but yeah, the, uh, uh, they are very, 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 very powerful reapers. Grummond. Um, I will start running. Um, and, uh, so can I just kind of like... I don't know how that works movement-wise. Is it like going from prone to hop up on top of the water? Yes. Okay, so that takes five feet of my movement because of way of the Drunken Master. Um, so I run... You said I'm I, I'm 35 feet off screen, so to speak. Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will come running back in. How high off the water is the is the prow? Like, what is the lowest part of the ship to me? Uh, to you, the lowest part would be just underneath the figurehead. Um, okay. So it would be about like the 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 like the 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 railing is like um 
the railing would be 30 feet up. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Well, I mean, I can run up the wall, but all right. So it's 55 just to get me to the boat. Um, I'm going to... If you bonus action step of the wind, you also yeah. double your jump height. Uh, just jump distance, unfortunately. I, I don't know. That's all I... your jump, isn't it? John? Uh, step of the wind, what does it say? Let me see. I just said your your jump distance is doubled. They do okay. they do differentiate between height and distance. Yeah, uh, the jump. height and jump. length is the is the is the way they differentiate. I think distance is it's, both. I don't think I don't think it's. I mean, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to make enough of a enough of a huge difference. Yeah, because like jump also says a creature's jump distance is tripled. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely bonus action step of the wind. Um, if I can get, if I come back in and I jump, I mean my strength is not super high because I'm a monk. So um, it, best case scenario, I can get ten free feet. Uh, that is on no excuse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, if, if if that works, then I can take twenty, and then I can go. Yeah, no, it is, it is, distance is everything. It's just that high jumps and long jumps are two different types of jumps that cover distances in different yeah. ways. Yeah, so distance okay. is both. And how high up the mast is it? Um, 100 feet, I think 100 we've feet, been saying. Feet. Shit, okay. Um, yeah, I'll just use my action to run. <laughs> I'm going, I can get a total of 60 feet up towards it. Now that's my turn. All right. I go here, so I'm not on top of anybody. Lavenda's and crew's turn. Um, let's see. Didn't realize that that Ithram was stronger than Grumman. Well, oh, yeah. monks are monks are in a weird place where unless you build like a homebrew architect to strength base, there's almost no reason to have strength. I get, yeah, I get I get literally nothing out of it. Yeah, I have a. I have a 12 in strength, and honestly, even now looking at it, I kind of wish I'd put the 12 into charisma and taken the 10 <laughs> in my uh, in my strength. But then it would not be Grummond. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think that's true. I feel like he's. I mean, he's definitely not working on his off his brain. So I feel like he's got to be working a little bit on charm. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's charisma. He's a charisma guy. All right. So, uh, Pala. Goes into a rage. Yay! Rage monkey. As she flings herself across the uh, the the, uh, she flings herself across the the rigging to attack from below the the dragon from below. I'm going to be from flanking Valdeth. I'm going to be honest. I really thought that sentence was going in a different direction after you said flings about Pala. This is an EXU. Wielding, wielding the uh, wielding the banner of Captain Lavenda as a weapon, uh, she is going to make some attacks with advantage. Ah, yes, the barbarian who was also in color guard. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. The barbarian that hits with a banner hard enough to make it a great axe. Would it be a great axe or a maul at that point? Accurate. 
The beak is just sharp enough. <laughs> she sharpens that thing too. <laughs> like... uh, Twenty hits. Uh, Thirty hits. And a 26 hits. Bad girl, palette. Hmm. Keep the damn thing there so I can do it again this time with advantage. For 10, 10, and 14 damage. Just... And she's just laying into it with this flag. Our flag means death. Yep. <laughs> well, no, their flag means gay. Their flag means gay and death. Oh. I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> death, death. Put your hands gay. together. Uh, Saga's going to take another shot. From below. Reload that cannon. Uh, Saga doesn't have to. You watch as like that, that attached box... Uh, there's some mechanical whirring, and then you hear the the metallic sound of a clink. These are auto loading cannons. Dent is so proud of these people. He just met them, and he is so proud of them. <laughs> You're you part have? of the family now. You're allowed to be proud. That gift. Uh, Maria Highwind makes very yeah, good things. I just met them, and I would. <laughs> Twenty-two hits. <laughs> For 15 damage, some of which was fire. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Lavinda, the engine's still going. Uh, Lavinda uh, just yells out, Everyone grab a hold of something! As she very hard spins the wheel. Uh, and you all feel a kick of ignition from the engines as it rockets the ship forward suddenly and very abruptly. Uh, as the ship very dramatically lulls to one side. It seems like she's trying to knock the dragon loose from the mast. Uh, everyone go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, rigging is meant to be held onto when the ship is swaying. Does that provide those of us up there any advantage on that? Um, I'll say yeah. Damn it. Oh. Not that I needed it, apparently. Well, I'm gonna turn into something water, water, watery very soon. Yeah, this is going overboard. Throw to 30. Hmm? Nice. <laughs> I only have advantage on con six. No others. Roll a fifth, dragon rolled a 15. Is it one of these legendaries for this? Yes, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Okay. This is not a, a damaging thing for it. Um, so the dragon is shaken off the mast and basically bodily flung into the water. Uh, fortunately, we get attacked. No, it got moved. We don't get attacked. No. Uh, Vespia and Titania, you both fail. Uh, Gent, you also fail. Oh, no, get you, you re-rolled for 28. I rolled a 30. <laughs> yeah, because I had advantage. 
Wait, do I have to roll a dexterity save? Uh, yes, all of you do. So Ithram as well. So 16 fails. 16 fails. I'm going to re-roll. Well, you did have advantage because you were in the rigging, so. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm not going to spend that key point, but 26. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, Ithram, 16 fails. Uh, what is, well, I can still use Arcane Deflection. Which option to what? It adds uh, four to my, yeah, puts me to 20. That's a success. All right, uh, so Titania and Vespia, you both fail. Fortunately, you just get knocked prone and slid to the side because you were on the ground. Uh, <laughs> so you both slide over to the rail, basically. Sweet. Uh, as the dragon is dumped into the water by the whipping, by the whip of the uh, the mast. Um, and Halamarnia makes a saving. Oh, yeah, she can't. Oh, I forgot about her. She's paralyzed. I mean, she's also on the ground, though, so she just slides into Tanya. Yeah, yeah. She was just <laughs> into Tanya over here. Ow. <laughs> she's very heavy. Uh, wisdom saving throw on Halamarni. Fail! You have a plus 11. Why are you rolling so low? <laughs> a plus 11 to a wisdom save. I rolled a 3. It's a 14. Still a failure. Yep. Uh, Vespia. Oh, first she's going to get up. Go have your movement. And um, she is going to try to cast a banishment on this dragon. Range? Uh, it's uh, sixty. Long, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm in range. Yep, go ahead. Tadiz must save. What's your spell save, DC? Uh, where is that? Top of your spell page. I feel like it's not a 29. Probably, Probably not. 18. You'd be surprised, John. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be, turns out. So yeah, 29 on the roll. Okay. Well, she tried. It's turn. It's in the water. It doesn't like being in the water. Came at us from the water. Oh, yeah. boo-hoo, says the guy who <laughs> thrown a hundred feet into the ocean. Also, stop getting out of my reach. Uh, so it's going to use an ability to change form or change shape. To get larger. I don't like that. <laughs> so it goes into the water the size that it is now. And when its head emerges back from the water. It's, it's much larger. <laughs> the obsidian is porous. Don't <laughs> splash it, it gets <laughs> As this Loch Ness monster esque dragon now raises Jesus its head Christ. out of the water. Uh, <laughs> don't like it. Everyone, I need everyone to make wisdom saving throw. <sighs> As it exudes its horrifying presence on all of you now. 27. Oof. 7. 
Fuck's it's sake. 14. Yeah, 15. 17. Do that. I'm, I'm assuming 14 doesn't do it. Correct. Drunker's luck. Oh, well, natural one. Fuck you, dice. <laughs> <laughs> I also got a 14. Uh, so Titania is the only one that succeeded this time. Great. Uh, the rest of you all, uh, your movement speed was just to zero. If you, fa- if you rolled a 14 or lower, sorry, no, a six, uh, uh, yeah, a 14 or lower, you are paralyzed. I gotta come at me like this. I rolled a 17. Thank God so, bless her. I rolled a 15. Good. <laughs> so, so I'm no, paralyzed. Yeah. So Grumman, Ithram, and Vespia are all paralyzed. Uh, Ghent is movement zero. Uh, movement speed zero. Valdez is movement speed zero. And Titania, you're fine. Yeah. So the rest of the crew not is not a affected. fear effect. It's not a fear effect. No. Fuck. It's, 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 it's. It is a fear effect, but not in the, not a mechanical fear effect, because what it is, is this is the embodiment of your death. Mm-hmm. And so it's a fear that is, like, at the level of your existential dread, more than it is something that is scary. But it's, like, it's it not is, imposing it's... the frightened condition, which is the relevant thing for stillness yeah. of mind. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's not a thing that you can brush off with a spell or, a, or an effect, basically. Uh, I feel like if something just said you are blanket immune to fear effects, it might still apply, but it's not applying frightened. Yeah. Um, Tanya, you are the only one not terrified at the concept of your own mortality at the moment. Fair, fair, okay. Um, hang on, I gotta. <laughs> See if there's anything I can do about this. Um, I can only do that at one. Freedom of movement is just one person at a time. Um, what does that get me? That just affects me. <coughs> what does this do? Not anything. That. It's, a, it's your night. It's your. Uh, it's your sleep paralysis monster come to life. Is what it is. I don't sleep, so I'm gonna be a sleep paralysis <laughs> demon for the night. Get yourself comfortable. Exactly. Like I was. Why is the sleep paralysis demon voiced by Bernie Sanders? <laughs> I don't. I'm not making I, judgment calls on what y'all's sleep paralysis demons look like. I am asking you to lie completely still. I'm once again asking you to lie completely still and (laughs) stare at the ceiling. Oh, shit, I forgot I had empty body. God damn it. What does empty body do? It means you shit your pants real fast. (laughs) I could have turned... That's the one that that we're changing and calling Everclear for Grumman, but it is the one where he drinks some moonshine and spends four key points to become invisible and gain resistance to all damage. Except for force damage for a minute, yeah. Yeah, I should have done that on my first fucking turn. God damn it. Why? Why? Yeah, you gotta gotta lead fights with Empty Body, because that just, like, powers you up for the entire fight. Well, we had that that first turn where I shot a fucking crossbow. Yeah, so that would have been to use Empty Body, yeah. 
All right. I'm not used to playing high level stuff. <laughs> there. Okay. Um. We're all learning. I'm. It's fine. I'm going to. Yeah, lesser restoration does that. Um. I'm going to uh reach over and uh grab stone stone lady's hand um and uh damn it that's a that's nope no i won't do that fuck i hate this thing um yeah you can lesser restore paralyzed away so yeah but it's an action um and it uses a thing um I will tell you. Yeah. The muscles that you felt are not decorative. Yeah. Good, because that's a terrifying decor choice for like interior design. Her her strength score is twenty nine. At a girl. Um. She is the phys- I think she is the physically physically the strongest member of the crew, actually. That's why she's the first mate. Somebody got one of them them nice belts. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a belt of storm giant strength. Hell yeah! All right, I'm gonna use um, lesser restoration on her. All right. She is no longer paralyzed. Uh, you break the paralysis, and she like looks at you, and then looks up at the dragon, and, like, there's just a moment where, like, you blink, and it's Valkyr standing here looking pissed at a dragon, and then you blink, and it's Salamarnia again. Ah. Alright. Um. And then... I don't have... I can't do a spell as a bonus section now. Um, so... Unless it's a cantrip. I don't have any cant... There are no cantrip bonus action spells except for something useless. Shillelagh? Uh, <laughs> I don't have shillelagh. I never took shillelagh. Um, a druid without shillelagh? That's like a wizard without prestidigitation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like um, to think that, like, for at least one druid, like, Shillelagh is just, like, a pep talk to really wind up, to really hit him hard. <laughs> Why are you on a... They look at the stick, and then they carve, go for the knees into it, just like, <laughs> as, like, a reminder of where you're supposed to hit with this thing. <laughs> uh, I thought, I, because it was a druid, I thought it was a pep talk to the stick, like, Okay, buddy. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go over there, and we're just gonna fucking cream this guy. Okay. <laughs> I really want Bob Ross as a druid. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna stand up because I think I was prone. I need um, all of you to be nice to the happy little trees before they get up and kick the shit out of you. <laughs> now, now this, so you this... see now, little trees. We're gonna make this person suffer a happy little accident. <laughs> This group budgeting is going to be our little secret. And if you tell anybody about it, I'll hit you again with a bigger stick. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I got my next character. There so you go, bud. 
Next Grand Terra game, Craig comes in with Bob Ross the Druid. I'm just, I don't know if you've seen those pictures of me when I had the big fro. I just got to grow it back. I'm already there. There you go. And his name is going to be Rob Moss. That's right. Of course. Or Bob Moss. Yeah, Bob Moss. Just going to. I'm just going to have to watch out for, hello, it's me, Moss. <laughs> I'll just I'll just put this over here with the rest of the bludgeoning. All right. Is there anything else in your turn, Tanya? No, um, that's 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 Rob that's Rob Moss's cousin Maurice. Use my bonus action to slightly berate this this monster. <laughs> Why? I'm I'm a druid of Dagoth. All right. We're slightly very berate the monster. in you, Harold. Yeah, what the heck? That's uh, my turn. Nessie doesn't seem to respond. Okay. Uh, Gent. All right, enough. And we are going to load a bite shot. See if we can hit this guy for a 33. 33 hits. All right. He suffers 12 magical piercing, 36 uh, magical force damage, and needs to make a... Doot, doot, doot. Nope, that's the wrong spell. Constitution save, which I'm sure he's going to be fine at, at a DC 19. Roll to 21. Okay, yep. So he just takes the 36 force damage, does not take another 18 at the top of his next turn. (laughs) That was close, though. Given this guy's bonus. Yep. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can press uh, the show spell description at the bottom of the damage to show the spell description. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Convenient. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> um, and then we're going to reload the gun and teleport 30 feet. Doot, doot, doot. Doot, 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 doot. 20 feet, but he's up a little bit. Yeah, that's probably about 30 feet. Doot, 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 doot. To right about here. Take cut for on the deck. Ithram, Vespia, how are we doing? Ithram, who's paralyzed. <laughs> yep, Vespia, oh, yeah. who's also paralyzed. Uh, make a wisdom saving throw at the end of your turn, Gent. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because <clears throat> stuff. <laughs> nope. Speed still zero. Ithram, you're paralyzed. Make a wisdom saving throw at the end of your turn. All right. So, struggle, struggle, struggle. 14 still. Then used to fail. Uh, uh, yep. your movement speed is zero. Uh, has this thing grown back into my melee range with its size increase? Nope. How far is it from me? Um, <laughs> somewhere in the realm of like 50 feet. Cool. Uh, what's the... Sorry, Valdis, I should have come up and, like, pushed you gently forward. <laughs> Push. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That would have been good. Walk Valdez off the end of the spar. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's up high. Never mind. Doesn't make sense. Uh, what's the thing on this? I need... Ah, oh, damn it. It's only a 30-foot range. I'm too short. Uh... Also, you're too far away. <laughs> <laughs> she's well, that isn't that short. She's pretty tall for a dwarf. 
Uh, I will bonus action focus, increase my sen. This is why my dwarf has a crossbow. <laughs> this dwarf might use a gun, but doesn't have any on her right now. Uh, and we'll... You know what? We've been going places. I feel like... How long has it been since the fight with the Living Star? What? Living Star? Um, like a week. Cool. I turned the brooch of many sizes. Yes. Alright. How many sizes do you go? Uh, I have to take another bonus action to overload it, so I currently just go up to go up to large, or to yeah, to large. All right, um, make a deck, make an acrobatics check to not fall off the mast. Kind of okay if I do, but eighteen. Okay, you succeed. I mean, you can choose to fail if you want. I w- I wouldn't have an action left to to fight with, so you're also falling on her feet. Yeah. All right, Grumond. Uh, I just think the only thing I can do is just make a wisdom save. Yeah, so a wisdom save also valid, by the way. In your turn. Oh yeah. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen is not enough. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight is. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine is. Nice. All right, and both of you manage to shake off the fear. Thank you, Diamond Soul. But that's my turn. Lavinda's turn. I mean, you always had wisdom saves as a monk. The, screw, uh, the, the, uh, the cruise turn. Yeah, but, but I mean, being able to re-roll it. Oh, yeah. Diamond Soul. Alamarnia. Uh, is going to stab this thing with a trident. going to hit you with a car. Actually, I'm she hit you uh, with this crowbar has, until you she, go away. She picks the trident up, and as she does, the trident begins to like glow with electricity, uh, and she tosses it up into a reverse grip, and from a very short range, launches javelin throws it at the dragon, and as it leaves her hand, this sparking trident transforms into a bolt of lightning that just rips into and through. The, uh, the the dragon as it passes back through uh, it it turns back into a, a trident and she grabs this long length of chain that's wrapped around her arm and connected to the trident yanks catches it and throws it a second time fucking badass as is two lightning bolts just <laughs> through uh, through the dragon it needs to make two dexterity saves. Trident of lightning is like a javelin of lightning, except it can do it more often. This is called a storm thrower harpoon. Not directed at anyone in particular, but I'm just saying maybe some people's religions caused us to get attacked by a giant dragon. Some other wow. Allow wow. us to, you know, throw tridents of lightning. So, you know, maybe some time to reconsider some things. That's all I'm saying. Drummond, if it was your religion, we would have been attacked by an entire bar. Alright, so uh, it fails. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a great Saturday night. It fails both saving throws. It's going to use its, its last legendary resistance to, to succeed the first one. 
Um, so it takes half damage from the first and full damage from the second. I, mean, I wish I could get to you, Vespia. I'll be fine. Yeah. Valdez's religion inspires people to build, you know, enormous cities and giant cannon towers, so. Alright, so half of 47 for the first one. Is 23? Yes. Yeah. 24 if you're rounding up. So you round down. So. Yeah. And then a full 54 for the second. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, there's two very Saved against the wrong one, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, as she yanks the chain and catches it again, lightning just crackling across her form. Um... Lavinda, uh, Lavinda, uh, having stopped the wheel, reaches down to her hip and pulls out this uh, revolver that has two barrels side by side with a sort of a knife bayonet attached to it. This golden metal plated uh, uh, revolver reaches out, uh, clicks both uh, uh, hammers back with her thumb, and just goes, "Wrong fucking shipmate," and just pulls both triggers at the same time. Fires her double tap. Twenty-seven. Or fifteen plus another. Yeah, for twenty-one. Tap. For twenty-one points of damage. Magical. So yeah, she wrong fucking shipmate. <laughs> Fires and this. Uh, a pair of like sort of silver bullets just rip out from the bullet from the gun and just smash into the the skull of this soul herald where that lightning bolt had struck it twice and as it hits you watch this crack that had begun to had begun to grow it just grows wider um as it begins to just crumble into bits of obsidian and as this Stone Dragon crumbles to dust in the ocean, leaving you all able to move and unparalyzed again as it fades. Wondering why this Servant of Dagos just attacked you and what exactly is going on with Ternalian. That's where we're going to end for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye. Good.